everybody and welcome back to Escape Rocket. This week we are talking about Boba Fett, the, the incredible new series. <laughs> or Mandalorian season 2.5. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that later on. <laughs> which, which reminds me actually of spoilers for the show obviously, but um... Oh yeah. <laughs> we always forget to say it, but luckily I put it in the title and description and stuff, but... Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you should just expect it at this point. If you see a review of us, know that we're never going to be, like, anti-spoiler because we can't be bothered, frankly. Like, we want to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, overall, I think it was a good show. I'm not I'm not putting it in, like, my favourite shows to have come out, like, in the past 12 months, but I'm not putting it as, like, the worst. Um, yeah. I have to just, like... I, th- I feel like with uh, the score that I would give it, it's very similar to most of Star Wars, which is like <laughs> six to seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, about to say I'm I'm at like sixty-five-ish yeah. as an average. <laughs> like everyone loves Star not everyone loves Star Wars, but you know not even Star Wars fans like Star Wars actually most of the time. But you know <laughs> Yeah, we all have like very Star strong Wars. opinions about the things. <laughs> people um, like Star yeah. Wars, but overall, like in its quality it's actually kind of mid. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of things that were like, I don't want to say below average, but in comparison to other things they've released, I've been like, eee, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's 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 average at best, maybe. Um, we'll we'll definitely get into some of those uh, iffy things in this show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, but why don't you start off today? <laughs> Okay, um, well, I'm just going to go with one of my first notes, which one of the first things I thought about, and it's probably one of the first things that a lot of people thought about this season, mm-hmm. um, which is the the mods. Yeah. And, and, A.K.A. the Power Rangers. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Weird. Like, they're a bit weird, and I felt like they were kind of pointless, and they just didn't, they didn't do much. They made it a bit needlessly slow and yeah a tad cringe <laughs> just just a teeny like just a teeny bit um yeah. <laughs> yeah i didn't really see the point in them being there like they they i, I, I can't say they added to the story um no there were bits that well no because even the bit where um oh god i can't remember her name um but the where thingies like gets modded herself like you could that scene's explained anyway in it you don't need to have necessarily had the preface of like the the gang or whatever like i don't know yeah um, like i should write that down because that's a cameo from thundercat uh who's ah. a, a music artist um but and i really like his character i like his design i like that he's like the yeah mods that's pretty cool. So I like that he was in it and, and yeah. the, in the um, post credit scene as well. Yes. <laughs> um, but I don't think they needed the rest of them. No. Like, they didn't really add anything to the last fight either in the final episode. They would, they mm. had, like, extra knowledge, but I wouldn't necessarily say they, they made a massive impact because there was only, like, five of them anyway. It wasn't like there was a big number. Yeah, and I don't know anyone's name. No, I cannot remember anyone's name. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think they only actually probably said the name of the two main ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing they ever did in the season that was mildly useful was like 
uh, the the do with the the eye like the the eye thing like when there's yeah. spied on the pikes. Yeah. Um, it was just like I don't know why they were there. No. <laughs> It, it doesn't make sense. And also, a lot of their things, their bikes looked clunky the entire time. Mm -hmm. And I, and I <laughs> hate being like that. But, like, the aesthetic that Boba Fett was giving off with, like, the kind of dark, pale, neutral, like, beiges and everything everywhere. And then mm. you've got these, like, bright yellow and green bikes. And I'm like, even the characters don't fit with the things they're on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't mind the colours so much, but the design of them were like very kind of sleek, shiny, like new Vespa kind of thing. And it and like they're supposed to be poor and yeah. like they've lost their job or whatever and you know, they're mad at Boba for not <laughs> sorting out the whatever you know, like the job crisis, whatever's going on in Tatooine. And yeah, they're on these like yeah. shiny new bikes and all these mods on them, like it doesn't fit together very well. No. <laughs> There's just it, it's like an entire segment that's just not it doesn't quite fit. Um, yeah. <laughs> which I, I, it's it like it's store it's bad story and bad just kind of like episode design I guess because it's not. Yeah. It, it, well, to be fair, they included they were included in one of the worst ch chase scenes I've ever seen. I think. <laughs> um, in that it was. Just really slow and boring. Yes, it was so slow. Um, and I'm not yeah. sure how easy it would have been to make it faster because I don't know if it was filmed in the volume or not. But I, I have no uh, idea. Well, I don't. Yeah, and then also the in the final episode, the the guy with the eye again does that does that weird spin, like the pointless spin before he shoots. Oh someone. my god! I was literally going to bring that up. It was the most <laughs> pointless spin I have ever seen. It was like the director was just like, no, 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 you can't just like let go of, of the Wookiee. You need to like actually put some like cool effort in. And it's like, there's no need. <laughs> there was literally no need. <laughs> he was already facing towards them. And he just spun around and missed them. <laughs> and I know Star Wars yeah. is like the franchise of pointless spinning, but. <laughs> that was like the most egregious one I've seen. It was so bad. It was just like <laughs> you went from like a perfect vantage point to do like a cool one shot, and now it's yeah. like I'm gonna do a really like lame, pointless spin and go from a lower angle to shoot this. <laughs> like what? You make no sense. <laughs> also, uh, the um the main girl with the with the red arm, like. I didn't yes. notice at first that she wasn't like British, but in the last episode, her accent was so awful. Yeah, like, her accent kept happened? on like moving, and I didn't like it. Like, like, did they film the last episode first, and then she only practiced after that? Like, I, I don't just, know. It was so weird. I th like it's a thing you find with actors, and I'm not necessarily hating on her because she's young. Because I think even experienced actors do it. But when you're trying to express something with like an exclamation of some just like whether you're like panicked about something or you're really angry your natural accent is going to slip in the problem is yeah. if you're doing another accent you then <laughs> you lose what you're meant to be doing um yeah and i don't so, know why she yeah. had to be british either i mean i'm not complaining about no. the representation but like hey <laughs> yes. star wars has plenty of british and american accents and other accents there's like so many different accents, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, like Boba Fett's like Australian. Has, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got Boba Fett who's got like, yeah, all the clones are like from New Zealand. You got Cassian Andor who's like Spanish. Like, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really make a difference. Whatever one's <laughs> no. accent is, I don't know why she had to do one, but 
let the, let the actor, actress do her actual accent. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Unless we're just <laughs> pulling it up and she that actually hears her accent, in which case... Well, it could be. Kind of awkward, but it, you can't tell. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, well. I mean, the problem is, I think, like I said, if you're exclaiming something, you're going to slip into another accent. Like, yeah. If I'm shouting something, sometimes I don't say my T's, which is a very British thing to say your T's, or to heavily miss out all of them. That's the, that's the British extreme. You either yeah. say all of them or none of them. Um, but when I'm shouting, I tend to not say my T's, which, <laughs> which then means like I, I don't sound English to someone who doesn't know I'm not English. And it, it yeah. So it, I guess I understand it, but I don't know. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Anyway, that that was uh, <laughs> the only notes I had on on those um, on those guys. Well, I had one more thing, and it was kind of linking back to the bikes, and, and you basically said it. But they reminded me a little bit of like moped, like old people scooters, <laughs> especially <laughs> in that chase scene when everything was so slow. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a couple issues with pacing though, in in terms of like how people run or whatever. And I noticed it, and th- there was a lot of things I noticed in the last episode that I wasn't quite happy about. Um, but there was one where um, Mando was running away from the big spiky thing with the force field, because I don't actually know the name of it. I think they said Scorpion Droid. Let's go with that. It sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and while he was running away from that, he was quite easily outrunning it and dodging it and whatever. The moment he gets on... Oh, what's her name? The mechanic lady. I can't think what her name is. Um, oh, um, Pelimoto. That's the one. As soon as he gets on her like carriage thing, somehow he's slower. Mm. And that, like the thing was catching up with them, and he was like, "No, you need to go faster." And I'm like, "Hang on, you were outrunning this thing a minute ago." What's <laughs> what? <laughs> How slow is this bike? <laughs> um. So it was like little things like that that I noticed, and it was it was something stupid, but I think it's because I was kind of looking for issues maybe or it was something yeah. I heavily noticed um <laughs> but I will speaking well, of Mando <laughs> yeah we can talk about the the thing that I made I mentioned at uh, the beginning of the episode which is uh, Mandalorian season 2.5 <laughs> honestly as a fan base it is completely divided <laughs> yeah um I, I've not seen like the Star Wars fan base so divided on something in quite a while. I'm not gonna lie. Um, oh God, it's bringing back all the other rivalries as well. Though. I'm going through Twitter. And people, like, <laughs> I haven't watched Funny. Mandalorian because I don't trust Disney with Star Wars anymore. <laughs> but oh, for God's sake! <laughs> See, I completely understand where people are coming from with why they're not happy that like Mando is so heavily featured in it. Yeah, but also like my dad doesn't like it, and he's like, "I've only watched two episodes of The Mandalorian," but that's because I watched those two episodes and wasn't overly impressed. And I'm like, "That's fair enough." He tried it, didn't like it. I can kind of get why you're not overly thrilled, anyway. But as someone who's watched all two seasons of <laughs> Mandalorian, even I'm like, "Why? Why does he get two episodes in this? Why?" <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I do see it like. I feel like it was a bit too much time. I feel like one episode is is enough. Yeah. But they had a lot of stuff to cover because we have to find out like where Mando's been, what he's doing. What you know, they they want to hire him. That was the whole point, right? But before yeah. he needs, before he gets hired, he wants to go and finish what he what he's doing with Grogu. So we have to see that as well. And and my people were saying like put it in season three of the Mandalorian, but 
if if they wanted to keep it as like he needs to finish that before he helps Boba, then they kind of have to not put it in season two because that's after Boba. Yeah, it's like I don't know how to explain it, but there were bits in both of the episodes where it's basically Mandalorian, where I was like, you didn't necessarily need this bit in it. It's just it's there to like fill this space. And they could have combined both episodes into one, I think. I don't, like, there was a lot of, I I agree that there was a lot of things story-wise that needed to have been said or needed to have been shown or done or whatever to make sense in the final episode, but they could have happened all in the one episode instead of two. Yeah, I think they could have, they could have probably, thinking about it now, not done the um, episode five stuff and just done the the Grogu stuff, because I don't think he needed to have lost his Mandalorian status and gone to see the armorer again and whatever. No, well. and to be honest with you, it, it makes no sense because as soon as he's seen, like, outside of that situation, they're like, oh, Mandalorian, and he doesn't deny it. He doesn't, yeah. like, try and tell them, like, oh, I'm not one of them anymore. He's just like, okay, yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah. Although, um, although, to be fair, that decision was kind of unwarranted. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, completely. I, ha- I have the dark saber, like, tell me that again. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, I don't, I just, yeah, I'm not overly thrilled about him being in it so heavily. I, I don't disagree with him being in it, and I agree that you needed at least most of both of those episodes to understand why he's even in that fight. But well, was it necessary to yeah. have two full episodes <laughs> when you've already I, got two I series? Think... Yeah, it's definitely a shame that Boba gets sidelined in his own show. That's what I mean. They only did seven episodes, and they could have quite easily done more, like they did with the Mandalorian. Fully, like kind of their own fault, to be honest. Yeah, like they could have done. I I at least think they could have done ten episodes and properly, like even if it was just an hour, and they made ten hour long episodes, they could have cut all the stuff out of each episode and added it into another one. They could have made a completely new episode then i don't think the two episodes of mandalorian would have been too badly received because it wasn't like it took up (laughs) almost half of the actual um proper series yeah although i don't feel that the the boba fett story on tatooine is the strongest oh well the 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 current timeline one no the past past stuff with the um tuscans is is really good but really cool loved that that was something that bugged me a little bit though um they didn't explain the timeline (laughs) like they just had it happen and i kept on getting lost at times because i was like oh wait oh we're back in the past now okay sorry didn't realize (laughs) and then yeah it was a bit weird because like mandalorian all the mandalorian stuff supposed to take place like five years after um return of the jedi and obviously he wasn't in the sarlacc pit for five years he was in there for like a few days at most. So, yeah. So he obviously spent a lot of time with the Tuscans, or at least a lot of time after with them on his own, for like yeah. years. But which he didn't really get. And I don't like that they were killed off screen either. No. Like, Tuscans are so heavily scary and intimidating and whatever. They need to be killed on screen if they're going kill, to be killed off. Or at least some of yeah. them do. Um, I, I want to see that... The, I mean, I get why they did it off screen, actually, because it was, like, the twist of... It wasn't the biker gang, it was the pikes that did it. Yeah. Um, but but even then, you didn't necessarily even have to show, like, that it wasn't... You could have still kept that twist and that anonymity to it. 
but you'd have just had to have been a bit more clever with how you um, filmed it or how you shot it and described it, I guess. Like, you still could have killed the Tuscans on screen and got away with having a twist, I think. I don't... Yeah, I mean, they could have killed them with, like, ships instead, I suppose, and you can't really tell who's flying them. Exactly. Although the Baggy Gang wouldn't have ships. I don't know, it, it would have been difficult to show. But I, I just feel like the, the leader and the and the warrior uh, one especially are, like, two characters that I thought were going to go somewhere, and then they just got killed off. And it's Yeah. Bit... Like, they'd have been really good in the last fight. I still think you could have shown it on screen, though. They could have been wearing cloaks or, like, capes or something, and covering every all their features and then there's, I still think there's ways they could have done it and it's lazy it's lazy story writing to not do it yeah um, I, but again another counterpoint is that it, it really does shock you when Boba gets back um, and sees the camp burning and whatever, or like sees the fire over the hill like that's kind of a big yeah. what was it called like a big uh, what, shock moment so yeah I got that but, yeah, it w- it would have taken away from the the surprise of it and the the emotion, I suppose. But it would have been nice to see. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's a hmm. Um, <laughs> but um, I did really really like the the um past storyline as it would be filling in all those gaps of how he got to um the point that he kind of starts off at in the main storyline but i agree with you that it kind of takes away from the main storyline it's not as it's, it's not that it's not good it's just it's a lot more political like serious ish and I, I don't know part of me yeah <laughs> oh, it's it's kind of it's weird it's, it's such a different thing to keep switching back from because yeah you, you do have like the seriousness um and I, I feel like I was genuinely invested in the in the the past part mm. because of learning so much about the Tuscans. That was really nice to see. Like they're not yeah. just these like mindless, people. you know, rogue <laughs> sand people that are just dangerous. So you know, they, they're actual like tribes, actual people. Yeah. Um, which I think is a, a, a really a nice thing to to kind of state as well because you know it's like it's always it's like the trope of you know the native people being like savage and whatever. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was nice to to break that mold, but yeah, I feel like that wasn't explored as much. So they so they put more time into the present one, but the present one didn't have much going on. It was a bit, it was a bit boring, and like we say, they could have taken stuff out of it even. Yeah, and it didn't even need to be in there. So I just felt like there wasn't enough story to tell. No, um, the with the way that they went with it, at least they they could have done a lot more. Like bounty hunter, crime syndicate kind of stuff in the the present timeline one. Yeah, like I'd have loved to have seen the marshal a bit more. I like he's one of yeah. those characters where it always irritates me that they're in it for one episode and then they're killed off. And I'm like, sorry for spoiler for anyone that hasn't seen it, but whoopsie. Um, <laughs> but a little bit of actual storyline to that would have been quite nice. Just a bit more about Freetown. A bit. I don't know. There was. There was stuff they could have explored that they did that they chose not to that would have made it more interesting, I think. Yeah. Oh, I also found out that actor, the actress who played Drash, the um, main mod girl, um, she's oh. American, so we were right about the accent thing. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Do it, goddamn. 
Oh, that was a really good point. I know we've just hated on like the Mandalorian episodes, but what did we feel about the Luke Skywalker cameo? <laughs> I thought, as much as I don't like Luke, he he looked really good. Like, yes. I can't believe <laughs> that they hired that guy on YouTube that did a deep fake thing, <laughs> and, it just, and it just turned out so well. Like, it was so good, and like the fact they got Mark Hamill to. I mean, obviously. Mark Hamill's still going anyway, so it was obvious to do that. But the fact that they got Mark Hamill to actually voice him. <laughs> yeah, um, and despite... he sounds so different now as well, which is, so I'm surprised he managed to, <laughs> to pull the voice off so well. Yeah, I mean, I suppose when you play a character for so long, you kind of remember the tone and everything, but <laughs> yeah. it's still really, really impressive. And I, part, of, part of me thinks that the CGI and the deep faking and everything they used for Luke Skywalker took up most of their budget for CGI <laughs> because there was a there was quite a few times, you know, especially in the last episode where I was like, this, ooh, this doesn't this this doesn't look that good, guys. This this is kind of poor. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I didn't notice it as much in the last episode. Um No. <laughs> but the like the middle episode not, the the Mandalorian episodes looked flawless. Yeah, irritatingly. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, they were my favourite episodes. I didn't actually say that. They were my two favourite episodes because they were just better than the Boba Fett stuff. But You Jon Favreau did, because that's what he said. He was like, my favourite episodes to work on were five and six, and everyone was like, okay, Boba Fett isn't in either of these two episodes, so that showed you off faith. Yeah, well, you know, they should have done more interesting story for the Boba Fett stuff anyway. (laughs) Um... Yeah, like the the CGI for episodes like three and four, I think, like with the the chase scene and and that kind of stuff was yeah that was yeah. that was where the budget definitely got pulled from to make <laughs> five and six look so good. But yeah, yeah, it wasn't even like the, the CGI wasn't the worst part, and I'm I'm like as a whole the CGI was pretty good. Like the the rancor looks incredible. Yeah, um, rancor was great. There were like there were times in episode six where I was looking at it and I was like something looks a bit off here or there was a bit with the mods being they were like shooting at the scorpion droidy things um, <laughs> that it looked like you could clearly tell it was on a green screen or a blue screen like you could clearly tell it which kind of pained me a little bit because oh this looks like original Star Wars type of CGI and <laughs> um. But not only that, I think the visual effects paid like got compromised a little bit because there were times. <laughs> these are the words of my dad. He described it as like an eighties Doctor Who type of vibe, and I didn't really get what he meant until he said, "No, but there's some scenes where it's just missing a wall shaking when someone runs into it," and I'm like, "Actually, <laughs> he's not wrong because there are uh, some yeah. that look, like they didn't look bad, but they didn't. They looked a bit shoddy. They didn't look." Like they'd put time into it. They they looked rushed is is the best way to describe it. Um Yeah. A couple of things I did notice was um actually in one of the Mandalorian episodes, um <gasps> the baby Yoda jumping. Oh <laughs> and, and I know it's because he's like normally a puppet and then when you switch to CGI, even if it's really good CGI and the animation's great, it still looks weird because it's not moving in the same weird way that a puppet does. Yeah. Um so that's one I did notice. Another one is in the final episode when Boba and Mando jetpack up and start shooting, and you see like Mando do like the turn as he flies yeah. out. And I know that was definitely a CG model that you could tell. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. it helps that you're like sort of studying like that type of thing as well though um yeah yeah i think maybe it helps a little bit <laughs> um <laughs> going back to the puppet thing um i noticed in the last episode and it was <laughs> it was an interaction between grogu and the rancor you noticed as soon as they switched from like real puppet or at least heavily focused on cgi to non-cgi like you could really tell at some points and it was only a small interaction between the two characters but it, it was obvious to me i was like oh this is oh you can tell that this isn't right because shadows were slightly off like the grogu looks placed onto a scene rather than actually in the scene Although that scene was extremely cute when Grogu oh curled, curled up next to him and fell asleep. <laughs> Honestly, the entire series, I'm just, I kept on going to, I was like, Dad, Grogu is so cute. It's like, so cute. He Even the so jumping cute. bit, oh, yeah. so cute. Even despite the, the, the obvious <laughs> bad um, CGI-ing. But <laughs> I yeah. guess I could just be like, oh my god, look at him go! I did like the puppy voice thing that every woman on the planet does, apparently. <laughs> um, when my voice just gets higher and higher. Um, but oh, that kind of, I just I want an entire series that's just Grogu being Grogu. Yeah. That, that's all I want. <laughs> like stuff Mando. He's done. He's done. He's done his bit now. Like I just want. I just want Grogu causing like trouble, learning the Force. It's so cute oh, yeah. when he showed up he in the X Wing as well. Oh my god! <laughs> I, love, I love it when it like panned down and he was sat in the seat. Yeah. And then he just does like a little wave and it's so cute. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Also, um another thing on that scene with the, the CGI Grogu uh-huh. is when he's balancing on the log and you notice like you know, you never see his feet, he's just got this like like potato sack on him. <laughs> and it doesn't have any opening at the bottom either. It's like he's doing a sack race, but he's just like kind of standing there with this. <laughs> enclosed like sleeping bag on him all the time it's kind of weird the way that it looks there but i love watching him walk because it is a proper waddle and it's like at that point you can tell it's a puppet but i don't care because i'm like this is on it just makes him more cute because it's like a little toddler waddling towards everything oh my god or or when he's walking with luke and luke's like picking him up with the force and jumping him forward oh Oh, my gosh it was so cute um (laughs) <laughs> I oh, and that just that episode was it was really fun. I yeah. I wouldn't call it a Boba Fett episode, but it was a really fun episode. Yeah, it was. I like like so, talking about less about the CGI now, more about the content of the episode. Um, I I like that we got to see Grogu get a little, at least a little bit of training in the Force. Yeah. Um, because we you know he's very noob at the force really <laughs> and he's forgotten a lot of his initial jedi training so he's kind of brought him up to speed he's a little bit faster and nimble now yeah maybe he knows how to meditate a bit better and he <laughs> Although, but it wasn't much. <laughs> yeah but it was like a li- and he even used the jump to hug mando as well that was, I that was know. Really cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> honestly i could talk in like cute voice about grogu all day um <laughs> but yeah we also got um a bit of backstory for him, which was nice. We did. It was really, really nice. And it made me, it made me remember how old he is as well. He's like in his fifties, because it was like, <laughs> oh yeah, he he looked exactly the same during the Clone Wars. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> I remember. Uh, yeah, but so that well, that was pretty cool. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't really explain how he 
survived, I guess, because aren't they supposed to kill younglings as well? Um, ah! <laughs> I saw someone say, wouldn't it be funny if you saw like a cloaked figure with a blue lightsaber come in the background and be like, <laughs> march towards him, like, oh no. <laughs> no! Um, to be fair, I think it was like, I know it was meant to be that obvious, but I liked the fact that you kind of saw the the um, the the Jedi school Luke, but Luke is well referencing in Rise of Skywalker. Mm. I like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to see that like in its very very early foundations. Because I'm like, oh my god, somebody's actually linked it into future Star Wars, but not necessarily the best Star Wars. Oh well, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm really hoping if they start, if they keep on doing these links, that they are. Um that maybe people might appreciate the sequels more. It's not going to happen, but... No, God, no, it's not going to happen. You're never going to win that it, one. It might, it, might be like the, it might be like the Clone Wars effect, where if you watch the Clone Wars and the prequels, you like the prequels a lot more because it gives it a lot more context and yeah. uh, detail. Problem is, you've got another... Uh, with Star Wars, compared to something like Marvel, Star Wars has gotten a much older fan base. <laughs> and a lot mm. of that older fan base are of, like, my dad's generation and at least from my dad's perspective, he doesn't, he like, he can't be bothered with all the series and everything. Like, uh, admittedly, he got all of his books that were released originally, but he's like, I can't be bothered to watch six series to understand what's going to go on in, like, the next film to appreciate this film better. He's like, he's a bit of a purist in that sense. Like, yeah. <laughs> Boba, Fett is, Boba Fett is the first one I've got him to actually watch from beginning to end. Admittedly, it's taken far longer than it should have done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, We've we've got them, <laughs> um, and it's just yeah I don't know <laughs> I don't I don't know it's unlike Marvel it's a difficult one to market to because you've got that larger age range. Um, yeah, and Star Wars has definitely I mean Star Wars has always been a, a kids franchise like they've oh, yeah. George Lucas has said it it's aimed at kids and you know maybe it's sometimes aimed more at like teens but it's yeah. it's for people of that age range to enjoy that other people can enjoy as well. Yeah. And it's... You know, I was reading through um, a tweet about it today because people were complaining about something. I think they were complaining about the the weird spin, actually, which I know we've <laughs> complained about. But people in, in the replies were like, you know, as much as people pull up these little mistakes, you know, if you have kids and they're watching Star Wars and they're you see like their faces light up when, you know, the Rancor comes on screen or something and then... yeah. You know, someone posted a picture of their kid that had drawn a, a photo, like drawn a picture that, like straight after the episode of what happened in it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it just makes you realize, like, it's a kids' franchise, guys. Don't yeah. go too serious about it. It's just enjoy, oh, yeah. enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, like <laughs> in the nicest way possible. We do these reviews to like look at it from a nitpicky type of point yeah. of view. That's like why we do these reviews. Whereas kids of like say age 8 to 12 which are probably the 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 like area it's marketed at are just going to go oh my god cool monster thing ah like, <laughs> exactly and i'm not going to lie even i as a 20 year old 20 year old woman <laughs> was like oh my god the rancor's back oh my god this is so cool and i got really hyped yeah. up um and it was only because like there were odd things that i noticed as someone who's older like the spitting like the, the dodgy CGI that like drew me out of those moments, but yeah, I think it, when you look at it from a more critical perspective, like like we do as, with a franchise like Star Wars, at least 
it, it does it does definitely it can just drag and 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 I don't think I don't even think they make it to to you know cover all these all these holes. They just make it as an enjoyable thing that kids are going to watch and enjoy because yeah. that's what it's aimed at. Um, so in that sense, exactly. I think it, it greatly succeeds. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, oh, I've lost my train of thought. I had a really good train of thought then, like a really good segue, and now I've forgotten it. I'm now really sad. <laughs> well, I have a, one last little bit on the Mandalorian stuff then. Uh, one it. note was that we now we know that uh, Grogu's safe from Ben, destroying the Jedi Temple, because he yeah. doesn't stay. That's yeah. good. And another thing is seeing Luke and Ahsoka on screen at the same time and having an interaction. Oh my god, yeah. Really cool and weird. <laughs> Very. Have you seen <laughs> have you seen the meme of <laughs> and this I don't know if it's like bad deep faking <laughs> um or actual on purpose, but he basically looks Ahsoka, uh, Ahsoka up and down and everyone's like, no, dude, he, she's like your cousin, she's like your great aunt, don't do that. That's... And then someone else pointed out underneath, yeah, but he's already kissed his sister and it's like, don't make this worse, franchise. Like, as a fandom stop, you're just being toxic. Um, but it was... <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it, it is It is weird how, because I, I have to say, a couple of times in the show I did Google the lifespan of certain species because I was like, you know, yeah. Ahsoka has like barely aged. You know, she was yeah, <laughs> she was like young to mid teens in the Clone Wars, and then like sort of exactly. fifteen years later in Rebels, she would have been you know about thirty, and then another yeah, ten years now, ten fifteen years later, she she'd be in like her mid forties, getting off for fifty now, but she doesn't look <laughs> it. And, and like her and that and her no, species no, no. lifespan is about the same as a human. I googled it so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it was the same with actually a different character which I wanted to move on to, um, mm-hmm. which is Cad Bane. Yes, so cool, so cool. Cad Bane. Um, I was so excited. I saw him walking through the desert. Same. From the desert, a stranger. What, what was the title? I don't know what the title was, but it was cool. Uh... Anyway, I was like, "Is that Cad Bane?" And then he got closer, and I was like, "I see a hat. Is that Cad Bane?" <laughs> Is that Cad Bane? My dad spoiled that bit for me and I was so sad. <laughs> he was like, right, Cad Bane's in this episode, where is he? And then obviously he shows up at the end and I'm like, I've, I was waiting the entire episode going, dad, 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 where is he? Dad, where is he? And dad didn't, dad didn't know. He was just like, no, I just know Cad Bane's in this episode. And I was like, that's oh, not helpful. What, did um, he read the plot again? <laughs> no, actually, no, I think it's the one series where he's not what, like read the plot to it before. He's gone, <laughs> like he's watched it, but he knew, I don't, I, I'm not, he must like have a specialized newsfeed or whatever, and he was like, um, "Oh no, I just read in the title somewhere that Cad Bane's in one of the episodes." And I'm like, "Brilliant, good for you. Don't spoil it." I like, yeah. but so cool, so cool. I love I love his character so much. But like I mentioned, it is another one where I to Google the the lifespan of Juros because for those of you who don't know, Juros is what is Cad Bane's species. Um. But I, yeah, I googled their lifespan, and it's actually a little bit shorter than humans. It's like seventy. Yeah, years. they're yeah. I think I read somewhere that it's like set like early seventies is like the average lifespan, and Cad yeah. Bane's meant to be like seventy one at this point. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so he was, dude, he was looking on death's door at this point. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> theory, he should be almost dead, but no. Um, yeah, like a lot of people were complaining that he got killed, but I'm like, look, he's like, he's going to die off screen after this show anyway. I mean, I don't know yeah. why you're so mad. And I'm not going to lie, like, Boba Fett is old in this show. Like, the, the, yeah. the, a lot of the, like, the known characters are already old. <laughs> That's kind of the point. I mean, um, he, he should be about like a little bit older than, I want to say a little bit older than Ahsoka, but. It's actually probably a little bit younger than Ahsoka, thinking about it. Yeah, probably. In episode two, which is just before the Clone Wars, he's a bit younger than she is, I think. Anyway, too much yeah. maths. <laughs> like, going to Cad Bane, though, I lo- <laughs> it made me giggle the entire time it was there, but the whole, like, Wild West showdown thing that went down in Freetown <laughs> yeah. was so entertaining to me. I was like, I yeah. need more of it. I need more of like Wild West Star Wars. I don't know why. I just need it. Because um, I was fully ex- like, <laughs> I think it's because I'm too used to meme culture now. <laughs> but I was fully expecting like to appear in the background in some form like Star Warsy tone. Yeah, I was expecting like Star Wars version of a tumbleweed going past. Oh, it was it was so glorious, and it was and to be fair, it was a really really cool interaction between um, the marshal and Cad Bane um, yes. of just like stay out with this, and he's like, no, I promise, I want to bang dead. Um, One thing that just... did um, that I did notice was the the whole thing of like the the deputy comes out and he's like talking to him, and he's like, no, go back inside, and then the deputy is the one that causes the shootout because he pulls his gun. But Cad Bane then pulls his gun, shoots Cobb, and then turns, walks towards the other guy, and shoots the other guy a few times before he even gets his gun out, which he pulled first. So I feel like either it got stuck and they didn't show it, or it's just a bit like... Yeah. There's a couple more moments like that where... Well, it's like timing again, where it just doesn't quite fit. Mm. Um, There was... Oh, was it one with, Man- with Mando in the last episode? The Brinkle. It was one of the two. And basically, you saw the same... Oh, it, no, it was a Mando bit. Mando gets shot, and he gets picked up by someone and then turned. And in the exact same scene, they cut from a different angle and show him getting up and being picked up again. But the other thing that's happening that they're running away from is still moving at the same pace and has moved forward. And I'm like, time jump? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just feel... Yeah, the editing of the way things were shot could have been a little bit better. But, like, that scene was really good. Although another thing that put, put me was. off a little bit was um, <laughs> with Cad Bane's teeth. He, like, constantly has his teeth Ooh. over his lip. It kind of annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's <laughs> See, maybe I kind of difficult on this budget. Layer. Yeah, it, it did make <laughs> him creepy. But, you know, obviously it was a lot of makeup and special effects to make him look like that. So I, I yeah. kind of forgive them for, you know, the mouth was probably one of the only practical bits. Yeah. Um, but it did look a bit weird, like, when he's he was constantly <laughs> angry, he was always, like, very angry, angry face, and then his yeah, teeth over his lips. Yeah, constantly snarling. Yeah, that's what it was, yeah, um, he was, like, he was almost doing, like, a shee with his lip, with his teeth as well. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, to be honest, though, like, as a character, Cad Bane terrifies me, just because of, yeah. like, it's the way he looks, like, the red eyes, the whole, like, breathing apparatus thing, because it's not... Darth Vader, you can't see anything. It's like, no, there's a face and there's things attached to him coming out of his face to help him breathe, which is horrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but like the teeth thing, it was really good and scary, but it threw me off at times. 
be talking from a distance and you could tell that in post edit they hadn't fully matched up like mouth movement to creepy teeth movement and like lip movement <laughs> yeah like yeah, it wasn't a little delay at one point yeah yeah it like it wasn't too bad but it was at times he'd say something and i'm like have i is my like internet lagged or is this like not done properly <laughs> um yeah. But if you found it too, then it means my internet wasn't lagging. So woohoo, success for my internet. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, in Warren design, I noticed his hat's a little bit smaller. Um, it is. Which makes more sense, more practical sense, I suppose. It's, I suppose, <laughs> you know, Clone Wars is very stylized, so they're not going to have, like, the mouth really low down the face and the, like, the long face and the, the big hat. You know, they're all going to, they're going to make it more, I don't know, more human because it is a human playing yeah. the character, and also yeah. his his skin was a lot lighter than it than it is in Clone Wars. But I a lot of people have said that, that that's down to aging. So I guess like humans age and their hair goes, their hair like desaturates, and then I guess Duro's yeah. skin desaturates when they get older, which makes a lot of sense. I I like that. That would make sense. Yeah, if they if they've justified it that way and it's actually written into law, sure, we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know yeah. if it is, but I mean, I'd, I'd like that explanation so that's fine yeah exactly it justifies it and we don't have to try and find a flaw in it yeah i like the fact though with his character like he's got it's so stupid but the fact that he's got wrinkles that like aged wrinkles Mm. is just such a nice detail like he's got all the little like wrinkles around the lips that quite a lot that's like stereotypical of old people Mm -hmm. um because like everything's growing tall or not well or loosening as it would be on your skin and that's like a really nice intricate detail to add, um, because without necessarily saying like, "Oh, this dude's like at the end of his life," effectively, <laughs> you you have in there you've told the audience. So that, yeah, that's so that was a really nice little, little, little tiny detail that was very yeah. nice. <laughs> I also like um, how he didn't. I don't think he had his uh, jet boots either, which probably he's probably a bit old for them now. He probably is like, "Oh yeah, enough flying for me." <laughs> does my back in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, something that was really cool in practical effects, and now we're kind of on the subject of it, was the um, oh, what's the plane thing called? Suit up like a uh, fighter jet that Mando gets. Oh, the so, so Naboo cool. Starfighter. That's the one. Um, so cool. Like, yeah. really liked. I didn't necessarily like that sequence because I think at times it dragged or it was a bit like the dialogue was like a little bit. It didn't sound natural. It sounded a bit forced, um, but the like the, the end product was gorgeous. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure how he can do bounty hunting in it because he's got one. He's got one seat for him and one seat for Grogu, and there's not really any space. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if he will be a bounty nah, hunter. Anymore. Right. I guess we'll see. Yeah, maybe that'll be explained in in, in three. Yeah, um, I, I love the scene at the end where uh, <laughs> where Grogu's exactly you know, an, an annoying little toddler and smacking on the window. <laughs> go fast, go fast, go fine. Last time, bam, love it. Uh, <laughs> just again, it's Grogu being iconic and just <laughs> giving me more reason as to why I want just a series dedicated to him. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I I'm not even mad that he was in this. So much like the Mandalorian because we got so no. much Grogu and it's great. Yeah, like, but <laughs> could we have had Grogu without having Mandalorian in it? Maybe. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I suppose. I mean, it wouldn't really make sense, though, actually. No. I, d- I was half expecting him to show up in the last episode, though, with, like, the chainmail and, like, Luke's finger with the lightsaber or something. Like, I was really... Well, Yoda's lightsaber. <laughs> I was really expecting, like, something like that. Something completely unpredictable that's just Grogu going, no, I don't want one. I want both. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe um, the light- Yoda's lightsaber has Luke's robot hand around it because he just pulls it off his arm. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, re- I was really expecting that level of sass because that's <laughs> <laughs> Grogu gives me like baby Groot vibes, and I think that's why I love <laughs> him yeah. so much. Um, where it's just like unbridled chaos, <laughs> um, but like adorable unbridled chaos. <laughs> yeah, it's the the chaotic chaotic good. <laughs> yeah, literally, like really good intentions, just not in any of the. Um. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. So I, I want to actually. I have one more note on Cad Bane that I forgot to mention. Um, oh yeah. And that's like the originally in the Clone Wars, they you know when because in Clone Wars, um, Boba Fett was like a teenager. Yes. He was like still young. They they yeah. had storyboarded an episode where he stand does a standoff with Cad Bane, and that's like the final kind of standoff and I think he wins it and well obviously he wins it because he doesn't die but like yeah I think I think he kills Cad Bane in that sequence but they oh. end up cutting it and whatever but we finally get the Boba and Cad Bane standoff which is really cool yeah and Boba really wins good. which I think makes sense I think it's a na- I like the fact that he he killed Cad Bane because it's like you know it's a it's a good end point and he's he's like killed a bounty hunter he's almost like killing the the bounty hunter part of him because he's not a bounty hunter anymore. Yeah, I, I like, like I like that he used the gaffy stick as well. Yeah, like there was to be honest with you, it was one of my favorite choreographed fights in the in the series because it was so, like it was just them two, like, mm. um, and the fact that Cabe is just like, no, you'll always be a killer, whatever, and then Boba Fett whips out the gaffy stick and literally like and destroys him, and it's like, ha, yeah. my stick beats your gun. <laughs> Um, and yeah. that's like the type of vibe. I love it. Don't bring um, a gun to a gaffy fight. That's, that's exactly. Um, but also another like little feature of that fight that I really loved. Um, the fact that when Boba is pinned down, is on his like back, whatever, about to die, effectively at the hands of Cad Bane. It's not one of those stereotypical scenes where like Mando comes in and saves him or like yeah. uh Shang comes in and like beats him. It's just like he uses his own brain as like hang on gaffy stick boosh. Um yeah. and I liked the fact that they didn't try and like rely on like a co-op. Like he needs two people like no Baba <laughs> Boba Fett knows how to do his like his stuff <laughs> and he got it done. Like I really I- liked that. I like um, to think that he thought he was gonna die and his last moments he was thinking about the Tuscans, and then yeah. that reminded him of the stick, and he was like, "Oh wait, hold on." Bonk. That's really nice. Maybe the f- I was gonna say, well, my original thought was, "Oh, they could have done a flashback," but maybe it's nicer that they didn't because it lets you infer what you want from it. So, like, you've mm. inferred that he was thinking about it, and that's why he did it. Or like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I like the fact that they didn't necessarily try and force a flashback in there, although they could have done. <laughs> I was thinking maybe Cad Bane might not be dead because you know Star Wars people don't stay dead <laughs> very often. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Marvel. 
Um. <laughs> yeah, well, not, Marvel's not quite as bad with it, but yes, it is like Marvel, like Loki and Vision and, you know, Groot OP because he can just infinitely respawn. That's true. That is true. <laughs> um, he might not be dead, though. He might not be dead. Part of me thinks, like, maybe he could. I don't know. Part of me kind of wants him to be dead because he's already as a, like part of his species at the end of his life. So in theory, it's it would make sense because it's like he'd probably die yeah. soon anyway, maybe. But at the same time, we only got like an episode and well, not even a full episode of Cabo. We got like 20 minutes, maybe. <laughs> and he's like, a, I think he's a character that deserves, deserves a little bit more. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, we definitely need to see more of him in live action, but I don't think this yes. era of Star Wars is where to put him because like we say, he is very old. Um Stuff yeah. like stuff set between the Clone Wars and the Rebels, like Obi Wan, uh, that, that kind of era good. is where we can see him a lot more. I think so. Obi Wan cameo. <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan fighting mm-hmm. Cad Bane. I don't think that's going to happen, but it no, could do. Now that, got, now that they've introduced him here and they've got the voice actor doing the role again, which I really like. By the way, his voice is so good. Oh, his voice is so good. <laughs> Definitely fits the character well. Like yes. Just like that deep, real, like a growl almost. Oh, yeah, so, so good. Perfectly fits to like the fact that he doesn't really have to say a lot. I knew it, like, uh, just yeah, carries a lot of in- intimidation. <laughs> yeah. um, so good. So, so good. What did you think about the ending with Fennec Shand killing all of like the, the territory bosses, I guess you could say, and the pike? Um, I liked that they wrapped that up. But yeah. I felt like she was very underutilized in the episode because she spent the entire episode traveling from Moss Esper to Moss Eisley because it, yeah. it must be quite a distance because she spent like an hour <laughs> just like on a speed bike traveling across the desert. Apparently, <laughs> I think she would have been really cool in that fight, but I don't know. Maybe like if uh, I don't know, maybe if she was in the fight, she'd have overpowered things a little bit. Maybe so she would have gone in and helped Boba mm. or. She'd have died, or I don't know. She, she probably would have known a better way to take out the scorpion droids as well, because that was one thing I was confused about: is that do, do none of them know how those shields work? I mean, they're probably more powerful shields, but they look like the similar ones to um, like Droidicas. And yeah, in the, and in the Clone Wars, we see an entire episode where Anakin trains a bunch of villagers on how to take them down. Which exactly. Is go through it slowly. You have to like roll the grenade in rather than throw it. Yeah. Because it's all about the velocity of what hits it. Yeah. So none of them ever try and just. Well, actually, no, that's, that's a lie. Kusantin, I think, uh, like, oh. tries to push through it. Yeah, um, and then gets kicked. <laughs> yeah, so it must be a different kind of barrier, but. Must be. I think it looks like a smarter droid, though, to be honest, because when they were in the Rancor fight, it was almost like. It, it, it wasn't just like one program to kill it was like oh i need to adapt in this situation so i'm not getting anywhere using my fire or my arms or anything like i need to scratch the rancor like yeah yeah like like, like you say with the kick it, you know uses its legs as well and mm. yeah it's yeah it's a bit more self-aware but that's good though because it, it like in the nicest way possible to Star Wars, quite a lot of the time, all the droids are the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't like get like evolutions of a different type of droid, or or like if you do, it's not particularly more powerful. It might have a different color. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. 
where so like this is quite a nice almost evolution of a droidica a little bit so yeah. i don't i don't I, I liked it and I, i'm happy that they evolved things i guess <laughs> um and it was fun watching the the rancor uh push it around like a big rock like a big uh, bowling ball <laughs> i got i got hulk avengers assemble vibes though from it smashing it between buildings i got <laughs> yeah, um it, it was yeah there were also kind of hulk versus hulkbuster vibes as well <laughs> Ah, oh, that was a really cool bit. Well, it was really cool in like a pop culture way, but when the Rancor climbed the building and basically <laughs> yeah. did the King Kong thing, and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, I was like, what? Are they about to do King Kong right now? And then he kept going <laughs> up, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, even in the end credits where they show like the um, concept, concept images, and I was like, that's literally King Kong, but with a Rancor. <laughs> what? <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they planned the King Kong thing from the start. <laughs> It was really, really entertaining. Uh, <laughs> and then Grogu taming it at the end gave me like Jurassic World vibes uh, or, or like the sun's yeah. coming down. Like that was the type of vibe it gave me. <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, it was definitely a Natasha Hulk moment. <laughs> I'm not complaining because again, Grogu being absolutely adorable. And then, they, and then they both slept together as well afterwards. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> the way he like snuggled up to it as well. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Um, um, I also like though the the reveal of Boba on top of it when it like the cap that you know the the rancor kind of bows down and he oh, like, ears so above it. That was so really cool. cool. And I like how it was probably un- intentionally a bit of a callback to the to Boba Fett's very first appearance in 1978 in the Christmas special. Yeah, where he he rides on a is it a dragon? Is it a crate dragon or is it just a dragon? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. he rides on a big monster. Yeah, so it's like uh, doing the same thing here. It was very very cool. Although there was no other callback to da- Danny Trejo as the keeper. He he um he was introduced and was like, oh that's cool. Danny Trejo's in this and you know Rancor keeper. That's kind of a <laughs> yeah. a cool role to have. And then. <laughs> I guess well, they only introduced it for the Rancor stuff in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, it, it's another thing where I was like, this is where you could have included another episode where, like, part of the, um, the uh, like, current t- timeline, as it would be, was um, Boba training the Rancor. Like, that would have been yeah. really, really cool, especially because Danny Trejo's uh, Rancor Keeper character was like, you know, you know, it takes years to train a Rancor to this point, and, like, it's very unlikely because they're not <laughs> the, the type of animal that don't, like, creep so it was just it was so cool <laughs> yeah there, there were a few characters that i felt um we didn't get enough time with like uh what was it called the, the sanctuary uh yeah um the the twi'leks in there like they were they were kind of cool and they just got blown up but there could have been yeah. some maybe shady stuff going on there that we could have seen yeah um like the the huts as well that was a weird thing that they just kind of skirted past after the second episode or whatever it was it kind of irritated me the fact that like they were they had the attitude of oh the huts are in this and i was like oh big crime boss type of like we're gonna get the huts and like we're not just gonna get jabba it's gonna be cool and then they're like yeah no bye we're leaving the planet there's gonna be trouble and i uh, i felt like it was wasted a bit i mean they gave him they gave him the rank yeah that whole thing was like the huts and uh, Danny Trejo and everything like that—that that was all just set up for him riding a rancor. And literally, um, whereas you could have had so much like stuff in that. Also, actually, 
I don't know if it's in that episode or the episode after when they're having like the the town talk or whatever, telling um the rest of the bo- the the people in charge of the territories that they need to like join forces type yeah. of thing. I loved that bit where they were like, "What if we say no?" And then he's just like just warm from the rancor underneath yeah. the table. I was like, "This is incredible." That is what how you play like power play in a room. That is how you do it. Um, when I when I first saw that, I was like, "No way that rancor reaches up to that great." But then I realized, <laughs> um, Mucci, the original rancor, was a baby. I think right. Yeah. So, so yeah, this rancor is definitely a lot bigger than Mucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god, it was just it was so cool because when they, <laughs> to be honest with you, when I when that food when that scene first opens, whatever, I'm like, hang on, that's the same great. Well, I swear, like I swear, that's the same room where the rancor is, like literally underneath it. But then, like it's not mentioned at all, and the rancor isn't making any noises. So I'm going, oh right, okay, all the rooms must look the same to some degree. Fair enough. Yeah. And then just like rancor, like claw appears, and I'm oh, <laughs> it was so cool because I jumped a little bit at it. I'm not gonna because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting it. It was so cool. Um, but yeah, like the the tension in that scene plus the huts and like Chrysanthemum and um the the salt kind of shadiness of the sanctuary and the mayor i thought it was going to be like a big like crime syndicate kind of war thing going on and it was going to go into a lot more depth of that but half of it just got left and it ended up just being them versus the pikes plus a few peripheral teams getting ambushed or whatever yeah like i was fully expecting it to be like a full like the town is against boba fett type of thing where Mm. Like there's a full scale rebellion because because he's coming in trying to shake up things and stop the spice trade and everything like that, and it kind of didn't happen, which is another thing where I'm like, that's a, you know a missed story opportunity because it could have really livened things up with <laughs> with everything if you did on that. Yeah, um, especially when we saw Cad Bane as well. I was like, right, okay, yeah. So the Pikes have hired Cad Bane. Does that mean the other ones have hired bounty hunters as well? Are we going to get to see all the bounty hunters like, yeah. like Dengar and Bosk or something like, you know, getting some old OGs in there? Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have been so cool. And they kind of just missed the story opportunity. Yeah. Which, which it's especially, it's a Boba Fett show. Like, in in Empire, we see Boba, Dengar, Bosk and IG-88 all being hired as bounty hunters. Yeah. So wouldn't, wouldn't that be so cool seeing them like all on screen together again? Like Yeah. And then maybe having something about like you know, be no longer being a bounty hunter and trying to convince them to not be a bounty hunter anymore or something. I don't know, like ugh, they could have had a bit of payoff with the whole bounty hunter, you know, stuff and all of his past that he's yeah. been through. And like it comes back to that whole thing that I that I kind of started with was <laughs> this is a show about Boba Fett that's not about Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, like you know, let's exclude the whole Mandalorian taking up two episodes of the seven. Um, there's a lot of times where it's like here's an ensemble cast alongside Boba Fett, and I'm like, can we not just have like a lot of Boba Fett development? Like, I'd have loved to have seen a bit more of like him and Fennec Shand just going around like killing off people and whatever doing a bit of like vigilante work as it would be like i'd love to see something like that so you can see their bond properly form with each other mm. and we didn't get any of that and then like you say we could have bounty they're not anymore and that would have been really cool and there was just things like, like it needed to be more centered on boba fett which i don't think it was at times 
Yeah, I, d- I definitely heard the complaint that he it was a bit soft. Like in the first few episodes, he didn't kill a single person or even like threaten anyone. He was just like, "I am, I am the daimyo. You must give give me tribute." And then yeah. people were like, "Why?" Uh. He was like, "Cause, cause you, <laughs> cause uh, <laughs> uh, I have uh, an angry, I have an angry sniper lady with me." <laughs> That's why. Yeah, and it's like. In the, I don't know if it's the first or second episode, where he gets surrounded by people coming out of the, um, the whatever, the, the sanctuary, the club place. Mm. Um, like, he gets surrounded by people, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a Bob- Boba Fett badass moment where he's just going to, like, kill everyone. It's going to be really incredible. And then he ended up having to get saved by Fennec Shand a little bit, which mm-hmm. bugged me. And it's why I think I got, I was very happy with the ending between him and Cad Bane, because I was like, look, this is kind of, like, almost redemption like him proving that he doesn't need any like he is still the the incredibly badass bounty hunter type of killer that he doesn't need help um so i don't yeah (laughs) and and in that scene i I like how he um he literally blows a guy up and then tells fennec to bring them alive (laughs) (laughs) he like fires a missile at a guy and obliterates him and then like fennec's chasing after he's like alive (laughs) (laughs) yeah well, I mean, you could have got the guy that was just like hanging off the building there, but you know, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Boba Fett's coolest moment is was still in the Mandalorian season two, <sighs> which is a shame. But you know, it, it really is. I don't like it. It's a show that I had higher expectations for, but I think that's because I wanted it to be solely Boba Fett, and it wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, if I if I get over the fact that it's not solely Boba Fett, I'm very happy with the series. Yeah, there were teething issues and things that have pulled apart, but I don't think it was that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, if, I feel like if the title was different and maybe they did shift focus a little bit from Boba Fett and called it like something about Tatooine, just you know, like the crimes on Tatooine or something. I don't know, like yeah, something to do with. You know, being a crime lord on Tatooine, and then it would have been, I think, a bit more appropriate. But yeah, or they included more episodes exploring Boba Fett as a character between the points where we don't know what's happened to him. Like, mm-hmm. just there was ways they could have done it and got away with it, or or yeah. not done things and got away with it, but they chose not to. <laughs> um, but at least we know now, Bryce Dallas Howard is an awesome director. Yeah, and um. What, what, what's he called? Um, Robert Rodriguez mm. <laughs> needs to not direct anything because mm. it's really cringe. And why would you get the director of Spy Kids to do this? <laughs> yeah, there's a reason he did Spy Kids and why he isn't in big name films. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he did Sharkboy and Lava Girl as well, I think. And like, there's a oh, he wasn't a, that guy, was he? Oh, and... yeah. And then there's a new one, like a fairly new one, which is almost like a spin off from that because Sharkboy and Lava Girl are in it as adults called like we can be heroes or something and it's all no. the same kind of low budget cgi loads of bunch of kids like bad acting <laughs> like really cringe i'm just trying to think like i'm going through his films oh he did desperado which he won't have watched and that was quite good like that was pretty good um he did alita battle angel which was kind oh. of panned I I really like that movie though. To be fair, did you? <laughs> you, know, you know what? I, to be fair, I can see the Robert Rodriguez in it, but yeah, <laughs> I, I really like. Oh wait, it. he did Kill Bill. Wait, he did he do the first one? Hold on, hold on, hold. 
I haven't oh. seen Kill Bill, actually. Have you not? No. Nah, come on. You've got to watch Kill Bill. It's a classic. <laughs> um, either way, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Robert Rodriguez was the best choice, regardless of things. I don't think he was necessarily the best choice for it. Um, yeah. It's not as bad as choosing Brian Johnson to do an entire trilogy in Star Wars, but hey ho, that's <laughs> that's I, I, I just don't think, my I don't opinion. think that's happening anymore, so it's all good. Is it not? Oh, thank God. Um, I think it's one of those things where it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where it was announced and then it's just kind of been you know hidden under the rug. It's like swept under the rug, and no one's really <laughs> heard about it since. So I guess it's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, this George um, is taking a long time to write. Yeah, just a just a little bit. I guess that's what happens when you actually write the trilogy before you make it. <laughs> yeah, when you actually plan out a trilogy. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I am supposed to be the sequel fan here. I'm I'm the defender. Yeah, come on, you're meant to be defending your your favorite trilogy. <laughs> the apologist. Um, but like I said at the beginning, it's like it it's a good series. This is a good series. It's. It's lighthearted. Just don't go into it expecting that it's going to be a solely Boba Fett, Boba Fett um, series because it's just not. <laughs> yeah. But if we are all done with um, Mando, you mentioned a name then <laughs> um, that I think has some relevancy, at least on the day we're recording. Um, yes, I think yes. I did. But yes, you did. You say it because I'm, <laughs> it's on the show for my time. I'm actually, I'm actually, I feel like you're gaslighting me right now. <laughs> I can tell. Um, earlier, you mentioned the name Bryce Dallas Howard, and she uh, yes. is. A, there we go. Uh, she is. <laughs> she um. Well, she is linked to um a certain franchise that has released their mo- a, a trailer for their final f- this uh, this week, as it would be for everyone listening. Um, today for us too. Um, yeah, the the final trailer to Jurassic World Dominion, I think it's called. Yes. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it looks incredible. <laughs> um, it looks really cool, yeah. It looks really cool. I really like the fact that the original cast are in it as well. Um, very happy about that fact. Yeah, I like I like that because it's. I mean, I know Hollywood does the franchise revival thing constantly. And mm-hmm. there's nothing new anymore. <laughs> but, no, God, no. But at least with Jurassic World, they they you know did a full like redo of it rather than bringing back the old characters and doing like a, a sequel. But now they're old, kind of thing. Yeah. It, they, they didn't do that until the last movie, which I appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like a Jurassic World, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, Jurassic whatevering <laughs> um, <laughs> as as a, as a franchise. I adore, I exclude the second film because it's got a completely different cast and I think it would have worked far better with the original cast. Um, but hey-ho, that's just a, <laughs> that's a sideline. Um, but Jurassic World, I don't, despite what critics have said, I don't think it's missed yet. Like, each film has built on the last and it was, like, or at least kept the same level and it was so good. Um, yeah, I still think the first, the first Jurassic World was the best one. Fully, um, I remember we bonded as friends over that because I was like, I we watched it. I think we watched the trailer in a German lesson at one point. Um, <laughs> I showed it you and was like, "Oh, we should go watch this." Um, and then we did, and from that day on, we have been firm friends. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it was Jurassic World that made us friends, but oh god, 
but you know, yeah, it, it, I really like it. It is very good. Like I know people don't, I don't hear people talk about it very often, and no. people only ever focus on like Jurassic Park, the original. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, people don't give it enough credit. It's very good, and the second one's good as well. And it breaks my heart every time I see the dinosaur about to get hit by the lava as they're leaving the oh. island, and it's just. Oh. Mum won't watch the second Jurassic World because she's like, no, they kill off the Diplodocus. Like, there's no point. And I'm like, Mum, calm down, okay? They're already dead anyway. <laughs> this is a yeah. main universe. Um, I completely get where she's coming from, though, because they get killed in almost every single film. Um, <laughs> it's so sad because they were like one of my favourite dinosaurs. Um, yeah, really great. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's such a good franchise, and it's the fact that they're bringing in the original cast but in the new world the new universe as it would be the new trilogy they're not trying to shoehorn in an old storyline they're not trying to just make a random cameo they're like telling you from the beginning look we're getting the original cast back in this and you're gonna like it's gonna be iconic (laughs) um this isn't gonna be a star wars situation where we kill them all off in every single film um (laughs) i'm not hating on the sequels again at all um (laughs) but um yeah i i'm just i don't want it to disappoint me because now i've seen the first trailer and have been blown away i've now got high expectations and i don't want to be highly disappointed by it (laughs) i think something that they are doing with it i know because they did that um kind of a trailer for it it was like the opening of the movie a while ago which was set in like the the cretaceous period or whatever yeah um and they had like more you know scientifically accurate dinosaurs yeah um, and people were like why are they changing the dinosaurs or whatever like why they make them look different but i like the explanation of yeah the dinosaurs in the park aren't like preserved from 65 million years ago they've no. literally like made them from their own like genetic sequencing and yeah chosen pieces and you know they would say make them bigger make them scarier so they yeah. they can make them look however they want which is why you've got big featherless velociraptors <laughs> yeah. you know, velociraptors realistically would be like the size of a turkey and <laughs> it would be covered yeah. in feathers but you know it's not not as scary when they're that small yeah it's really nice the fact that in the modern in the modern world of, of jurassic genetic mutation or whatever they, <laughs> they've not gone you know here's the, what we did with the old films we're doing with, it, with the new films they've gone okay this is like Scientists, scientists have literally told us that the dinosaurs are wrong that we've represented. So let's like explain why we've done them wrong, as it mm. would be, um, because it I shows wonder... that they're self-aware a little bit. Yeah, definitely. And I wonder if they're going to be doing a another Indominus uh, version, <laughs> like rehash this time. That's yeah. one thing I didn't like about the second movie. It was that no. we had the Indominus Rex, which was really cool and intimidating really from the cool. first one. And then so they had cool. like, oh, we've got, now we've got the Indoraptor. Uh, okay. So it's just like smaller than the last one, I guess. It's smaller but more aggressive. So it's got chihuahuas and what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just an in, just an Indominus Rex with a small man syndrome. <laughs> Literally. Um, no, we're gonna have a, dopl- a Diplodocus that's actually carnivorous. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I, um, God, that would be terrifying. Actually, I know, right? <laughs> I, 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 that was genuinely just because I had Diplodocuses and that in my head, and now I, now I'm like nightmare fuel. <laughs> Well, um, also, one thing in the trailer, they had the the mosasaur again, which I love. Like yeah. just like dragging the boat under the waves, <laughs> <the> <laughs> which is terrifying. Oh, it, I mean, that is possibly my favorite 
like dinosaur they've made included whatever because yes. it's barely in it but it's terrifying in every single scene yes <laughs> and it like it eats the indominus rex in the first one and it's yeah. so scary when it jumps out of the water oh my god fully like it, it, even in the start of the first film when it's like they're trying to do like a sea life experience with it i'm like yeah. nah, that, that, that thing yeah. is already dangerous no <laughs> Um, how is that staying in that tank what that's <laughs> yeah, amazing is, oh god like it takes it takes animal cruelty to an entirely new level when you're like that's a killer whales enclosure yes. and you're sticking a massive dinosaur in like no um, that, that deserves to be abused what is it Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah you're oh i'm i really like i just like that that in this entire trilogy for being we're calling out the the general public with your whole like we want more <laughs> attitude. I just the entire first film with yeah. them like, but you said more teeth, and it's like that's not what we meant. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, yeah, I just love the fact that it's like calling out society while also just no. <laughs> um, yeah, I also love how um, the in the original Jurassic Park they decided that the they wanted the Dilophosaurus to have like the big frills and to spit poison, so they just like. <laughs> Coded that in the genetics. Why not? Yeah, they were just like, let's make it dangerous. Why not? <laughs> yeah, like Jurassic Park has popularized a lot of dinosaur designs in the way certain ones look, but like the Dilophosaurus yeah. never looked like that. No, <laughs> it had the big like the head, the big square thing on its head, but it didn't have the the frills or the poison or anything. No, it was just like, yep, yeah, dangerous. Let's go. <laughs> this is my free for kids. <laughs> no, let's try and kill them. In reality, um... it was just like it was just like. Uh, hard-headed velociraptor really <laughs> fully um actually something really really fascinating well not fascinating it's just kind of irritating is that scientists have gone hey you know the film jurassic park we can actually stop replicating that soon and everyone literally everybody on the planet has been like there's films as to why you shouldn't do this <laughs> yeah. i know they're fictional films but they're still fairly factual I mean, um, you know, give us some uh, some little cute ones. Like the only ones that I would actually willingly accept into society are Triceratops and Diplodocuses. Like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like those oh, are the only two I'd want. They're really cute. like Triceratops or, are my favorite anyway. Or Stegosaurus because <laughs> they're really stupid. <laughs> yeah, or Stegosaurus because they're really stupid. Like just the ones that are completely harmless. You can go as big as you want, but just the ones that aren't going to randomly turn around and eat people or try and escape from their enclosures or like. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like triceratops and stegos aren't going to be any more dangerous than a hippo. Exactly. In fact, they're going to be a lot less dangerous than a yeah. hippo. Those things are vicious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> give us the safe dinosaurs if you're going to give us any. <laughs> yeah, where you do not make mosasaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just anything that has teeth and could have eaten people, don't make it. <laughs> Yeah, anything, um, anything bigger than it look, look, looks like it should be. <laughs> like, yeah. like, even if they're going to make, like, vol like even if they made velociraptors the, the size of, like, their actual size, I'd be like, no, 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 just no, let's not. <laughs> I don't want ankle biters, thank you very much. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> horrible. Um, but yeah, so that was a very exciting thing that came out um, today. Um, and we're getting. Potentially a lot more cool trailers to talk about on Sunday because of the Super Bowl. Oh yeah! <laughs> you know, I'm as much as American hyper 
hyper capitalism is a bad thing for them it's great yeah. for us because we get all oh, these trailers fully. at once <laughs> oh fully like we don't have to watch the lame sport that goes alongside it we can just go look trailer <laughs> yeah we don't have to watch the sport or the ads we can just watch it on youtube afterwards exactly imagine imagine having ads in like a sports game that's kind of <sighs> wild like honestly <laughs> That sport pains me because, well, I mean, a lot of American things pain me, but, like, that's one thing that heavily pains me because it's a sport where they play for, like, ten minutes at a time. Yeah. And then they have, like, they're like, oh, and that's a commercial break. And I'm like, but they've done nothing. <laughs> they've run ten yards. Congratulations. <laughs> what? Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why they play it, because they get to advertise between each. Maybe each, that's uh, why. <laughs> hey, we're figuring it out now. <laughs> We're American, solving the American America's system. gone so far down the capitalist <laughs> cesspool hole that they've uh, <laughs> invented a sport that have ads in it. Yeah, they've invented a sport for adverts. <laughs> um, Next you'll be getting pop-up ads whenever someone does a slam dunk. <laughs> so the backboard yeah, every slam is, is a screen. <laughs> <laughs> every home run is an advert. Um, oh, that would be so fun. To be fair, though, as a culture, American put far too many adverts in things. Like, oh god, one episode of Big Bang Theory, you like every ten minutes there's a blackout screen, and you're like, yeah, yeah. we know that in America this is that. an advert. I was going to oh. say that I used to watch like TV, like even on on our TV, on like TV with that with ads. There's like half as many ads because you see that blackout screen faded and out. Really, like black, not blacker, bladder, blackadder. I got I got sidetracked by something else. <laughs> oh, Big Bang Theory. Is a twenty minute is a twenty minute show. Like my dad has the box set of the first four series, and he can watch at least three in a full hour space because he obviously there's no adverts on a DVD and whatever. Mm. And I'm like, okay, the English make it last half an hour, and we have one break in the centre of it, which is to be fair, fairly balanced. I I can understand yeah. that. <laughs> but oh my god, if you watched it as American, <laughs> they probably make it last a full hour, and I'm oh, I could. I can't do it. I could not do it. It'd pain me too much. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure don't like doesn't like HBO Max and stuff have actual ads on it as well. Like I feel like American streaming services like get ads as well sometimes. Probably. I, it wouldn't. It really wouldn't surprise me. Which is wild. You're you paying for. Yeah. Like. And don't, don't get you me Americans wrong. come back at us with the TV TV license in it? Right. Oh. No, no one pays it. Okay. <laughs> No one like, cares I, to pay on I don't like the TV license system in England because I think we're paying far too much money for not enough content. Like, yeah, that's true. I am dreading that point in my life where I'm like, uh, because it's literally if you own a TV license, it's not even just if you're going to watch BBC. But at the same time, if we had more channels available that were purely non-advert, so like if they made BBC, ITV, Channel 4 all non-advert, but you were paying for it with your TV licence, you could justify it. Um, yeah, if, if it was no ads, then we were paying for it, sure. But like, yeah. paying buying the TV, then paying a licence to use it, and then paying like the box licence, uh, box-like <laughs> subscription, yeah. and then still having ads on everything is kind of wild. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like if you, if you bought, even if you bought like a free view box or something, and people who aren't english freeview is basically the one with every channel with with, with all the basic channels on uh, <laughs> if you bought um like a freeview box and then you still have to watch all the adverts on itv channel 4 my 5 yesterday whatever the rest of the ones of them are called 
you'd be fuming because you're probably paying for a Netflix subscription on top of that. Most people also now have a Disney Plus account or whatever. So that's like, what, 15, 16 quid a month on that. Plus your TV license, which is far too much a year. <laughs> Plus the TV, which is at least 300 quid. And it's like, it's painful. All that, all that when you could just watch YouTube on your phone. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I watch YouTube and Netflix and Disney on my phone most of the time. Like, mum and dad yeah. get angry at me because they're like, you need to watch actual TV with us. And I'm like, but I am watching TV. I'm just not watching it through an actual yeah. TV. <laughs> what, does, what does actual TV mean anyway? What, do, do they mean on a TV or do they mean like I think they mean, <laughs> TV licensed TV? I think they mean on a TV because they're under the assumption that I spend most of my time on social media. In actual fact, I just watch a lot of YouTube and Netflix. <laughs> That's yeah, all I do in my Yeah, ninety percent of my day is spent watching YouTube, Disney Plus, <laughs> or Netflix. Yeah, if you looked at my phone, like you think it'd be like, just get a life, please. Like, you just get off YouTube, please. It pains me, and I'd be like, no. Yeah, yeah, like, you'll be, you'll be. What, what's the phrase? Um, hard stuck finding a finding a moment of the day when I'm not wearing headphones or carrying yeah. an iPad around because. <laughs> My, you know, ADHD ADHD brain needs needs stimulation constantly. So I was <laughs> yes. just watching something, <laughs> which is why I have like eight stress balls around my room right now and a fidget <laughs> cube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, off on that tangent. Um, thank you for listening this week, guys. Um, as always, go check out our social medias, our Instagram, Twitter, our TikTok. Um, Maybe we'll post a- something this weekend because we are watching uh, Uncharted preparing for our review we are so look forward to that next week um, but, but yeah look out for that one because that is that is one I'm exceptionally excited for and Will might actually have to calm me down in an episode <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes thank you for listening guys and we will see you next week bye bye